This is a story about a story. The heroes are a dead girl and a slave, and a murderer. But as I say, the real hero of the story is a story. There's treasure buried in a field at Waharoa near Matamata. It's Tarore. A white cross marks her grave. She was only 12 when she was killed, but she's a treasure. While she lived, she had her own treasure that she kept in a little woven flax kete tied around her neck. In 1836, Tarore's village was attacked by a group of Arawa raiders. The killer struck her down and snatched away her kete. He must have been so disappointed. He opened it and found it contained nothing but a little book. A book he couldn't read. A book no one in his whole tribe could read. Later on though, a slave called Ripaho was brought to the Arawa village. He had a treasure too. He'd been given the gift of reading. He read little Tarore's book out loud to the whole tribe. It was part of the Bible, the Gospel of Luke. The story in that little book did what it had been doing for centuries. It ripped into the hearers' hearts and began to change them. The one that hit the hardest was Uita, the man who had murdered Tarore. It broke him. Uita the warrior, the murderer of little 12-year-old Tarore, humbled himself. He decided to go to Tarore's tribe, confess, apologize, and take the consequences. He knew it would be a one-way trip. The Maori custom of Utsu, of revenge, meant the girl's tribe would kill him, his blood for her blood. Can you imagine how hard his heart must have thumped as he approached their path? Uita had tears in his eyes as he approached Ngākuku, the girl's father. Would he be clubbed down? Speared? Something worse? But Ngākuku shocked him more than if he'd struck him with an axe. He hugged him. He embraced his little girl's killer. He had his own tears flowing down his face. Tarore's little book had changed Uita's heart. But long before that, the story in that book had changed her father, Ngākuku. There was reconciliation and a peace that lasted and lasted between the two tribes. A church was built, and little Tarore's grave has never been lonely. A constant stream of visitors still come to remember her story and to marvel at the power of the story in the book. But that's not the end of the story. Remember the slave Ripaho, who had read the Bible to the Arawa tribe? He was set free. He went home to Ōtaki, taking Tarore's book with him. And the story in that book did the same thing there. Again, he read it out loud and again. Hearts broke and changed. Terangi Hayata, the son of a great Ngāti Toa chief, was so moved he travelled to the South Island and went straight to his father's old enemies. What did he take? Weapons? And a war party? Kao. He took a little book, 
that a little girl had worn around her neck. And instead of hearing threats from Ngāti Toa, they heard the Gospel of Luke. Against all odds, spears were laid down, muskets were put aside, and there was peace. A little dead girl, and a slave, and a murderer, and a book with a story that changes people. Standing before the tribe that enslaved him, Ripaho would have read aloud the words, Kia mau te rongo, ki runga ki te whenua. Peace on earth. <laughs>